0: As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen, Pen. Guys, happy Friday, and you know that means it's time for another episode of a Kim's Convenience Recap with myself and Angelica. So let's take a moment out, and we'll be right back.
1: Everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQB Moments and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queenpin from CQB Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. We are going to be recapping the show called Kim's Convenience. While running a convenience store in Toronto, members of a Korean-Canadian family deal with customers, each other, and the evolving world around them. I hope everyone's having a great, happy, happy Friday from us to you. How you
0: doing, Coupon Queen, Pen? I am awesome. Happy Friday, everyone. Oh, my goodness. So we're getting into episode... What is it? Nine best before.
1: Mr. Kim tries to prove that best before dates mean nothing. (laughs) Mrs. Kim... Owns children, embarrass her
0: at the church bazaar. Okay. As someone, and if you guys have watched my Instagram, you know that there are food distributions that I do. Best before dates are a thing. They're not strict, staunch, straight on dates, but yes, please watch those expiration dates. Don't, it is not a conspiracy. There are no lizard men involved in this. You know, it's just, (laughs) it is a real thing. (laughs) So we start with the customer trying to take a can from the middle, the middle of a food can pyramid because he wants the one can of ravioli that is not dented even though he can clearly take a can from the top freely with no problem but he wants a can from the middle oh my goodness like what did you think about that with him sitting there struggling
1: you know kind of reminds me back at retail when you make these presentable things for your merchandise and the one person wants to grab it from the bottom, even though it's at the top. And it's just so annoying because it's all the same thing. For example, I remember stacking up shirts in a specific order by smallest to largest. And it's all the same. We just have so much quantity of it. But the person just wants the one at the bottom. So when they pull it out, the whole pile comes falling down. And it's just like, er. So when I see this guy trying to pull a pyramid here and uh, disrupt the pyramid, I was like, are you kidding me? Describe them from the sides and the top. Like, let's get, let's get going here. Like, you know, pay Mr. Chim his money and go on your way. But then we realize when he takes this out, he's like, oh, I didn't get the vegetable one. Well, I guess I'll have the
0: meat one instead. Yeah. Cause like, he's like, oh my gosh, this is meat," Like, Okay, well, what do you expect and to shove it back in so you can figure out which one is vegetable? like uh oh, I don't know i I don't know. it was just super funny, super duper funny, so I'm like, why, why, why so we now' changed to mrs kim going to the bazaar where she runs into what seems like her arch nemesis dare i say mrs park and her daughter Jeannie. you know because mrs park loves to ask those shady shade questions like well how's your daughter is your son not still in jail you know so Jeannie is actually not paying attention. She is just like, they're saying, you know, she can't wait to hang out with Janet and they're calling her name and she's too into her phone to pay attention. She's texting or scrolling through Facebook or something, but she is not paying attention. And as soon as they say Jung's name, she's like, Jung is coming? Oh, okay. So, super crazy but she she asked she called Jung and it seems like he's not available but oh my goodness then we switch back to the store and they get into Mr. Mr., um, Mr. Chin comes back in and he's talking about oh you got rid of all of the ravioli and he says yeah you you know you kind of got to trick people into getting it you tell them two for two and they buy it and so um janet says no you didn't sell the ravioli i took it down the best buy dates were expired so she's telling him hey you shouldn't sell you can't sell that you and he starts talking about how best buy dates are conspiracy they just make you think want to make you think that people can't buy the food or can't eat the food but they actually can and oh my goodness why are you making this up why are you making me like crazy with this and he goes on to say I'll prove it by eating a can of ravioli (sighs) Mr. Kim Mr. Kim Mr. Kim (laughs)
1: This is where we see Mr. Kim again with his stubbornness and not wanting to prove he doesn't want to admit he's wrong. So he decides to open this can of ravioli and get really up close to Janet's face and starts eating it. And I was feeling grossed out because you should heat that up But I'm pretty sure if they heat that up it must have would have smelled and he just takes it in cold. And I'm just like, I need to look away because I cannot look at this.
0: Exactly, exactly. I was like, oh my gosh.
1: But you see see that pride in his face as he's doing it in front of her face. Like, "Mm, this is amazing. Like you can tell by his face, he's trying to be like, "Mm, yeah, this is great. Like, I got you. I'm trying to prove a point that best before dates do not exist. It's just, you know, you could still eat it past the date. And, you know, he <laughs> looking at her dead in the eye, like, look, I got you. I'm proving my point.
0: Right. It's like, oh my goodness. But meanwhile, Jung actually does come to the bazaar and he shows up and he starts talking to Pastor Nina. And believe it or not, you know, Pastor Nina really is taking a liking to Jung. You know, he's very helpful. He's helping her set up. They're talking, you know, and he's talking about what he's done and the things that he he does. And she really is like enjoying his help. So the crazy part is Jeannie does find out that that Jung is there she seems to have a crush on him I don't know what it is with all these women having a crush on Jung like is he just giving (laughs) the whole vibe of like yes I'm the man right (laughs) like okay he's got Shannon over at the rentals car place he's got Jeannie at church like okay the only one he can't seem to get it together with is grace I don't know I don't know Uh, but it's just like what the heck so it's it's Jeannie and Jung like are actually helping deciding to help to set up they go off somewhere and they're being looked for and all of a sudden they find that Jeannie and Jung have a flask but before they can explain Of course, Mrs. Park is thinking that Jung is a bad influence on her daughter and how could she and, you know, all this stuff. Mrs. Kim is very, you know, very embarrassed. She doesn't know what to do. She actually locks Jung in the room and, and I mean, literally locks him in the room Um, and she just walks away. So he actually ended up getting out with the help of the janitor, but he then later gets to explain to her, hey, it's not what it looked like. I actually walked in on Jeannie drinking and she handed the flask to me. And Mrs. Kim is like, well, why didn't you say so? And he says, you didn't give me a chance to explain myself. You know, so, which is how a lot of misunderstandings happen. But, you know, so it's crazy because, of course, now Mrs. Park is, you know, your son is here and he's such a bad influence and he's such a horrible person. And he decides to stick up for, you know, himself and his mother's honor. And Jeannie actually comes in and says the flask, admits that the flask was hers that it was actually her her father's drinking fishing flask and she actually heard them coming and handed it to him instead of having it on her person and what they saw wasn't what it looked like so it's like oh my goodness and but one of the things that um you know is everybody loves this dish that mrs kim makes called galbi jim and she finds out that her dish is spoiled unfortunately Mm -hmm. because it takes so long to make and there are dishes like that that are that take so long to make that they can be very temperamental so she finds out that it's spoiled, but one of the crazy parts is, it it actually ends up being that it wasn't the ravioli that gave, you know, the runs to Mr. Kim, and Janet. It was the galbi jim, and it was like okay. So, but the one thing was now mrs kim has to tell everyone hey the food is spoiled but they decide not to say anything until mrs park at least takes one bite because in between that while they're talking they um they s- spill on the floor um mrs park's gimbap which is actually like a korean version of sushi and she accuses them of doing it on purpose which they didn't they just you know hit it and it fell over but you know it's so crazy of course because she wants to blame him you know you just want to make me look bad and and of course it's not that but people can believe what they want to believe so yeah but they actually have that moment where they kind of feel vindicated because she's eaten the food and now they know kind of what's going to happen because janet and appa have called and said hey it's no good (laughs) But meanwhile, while that's
1: happening, we've got Mr. Kim who's trying to put on a brave face saying, I'm okay. I'm not feeling, I'm feeling great because Janet senses that he's not doing too well. But Mr. Kim's trying to be like, no, I'm okay. She had to postpone her lab and she wasn't, she was starting to feel sick as well. So that's why she ended up calling Uh, her mom to let her know what was going on. But with these two personalities, this other situation happens that they don't want to admit that they're sick, that they're okay. And then they can move on. But this moment, Mr. Kim actually admits to his daughter that she was right. Mm Hmm. And she gets this like, oh my gosh, I'm not feeling well, but I have to pretend that I'm feeling great. And I'm he's finally admitting that I'm actually right. This never happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was the craziest thing. She's like, no, you kind of got to document this. It's like, what the heck?
1: Yeah. And I don't blame her because when you hear when you when you know someone is not going to admit to their mistakes, and you hear that, you're bright in this situation she's like jumping up for joy but then of course when they find out it wasn't the ravioli it was mom's dish then things change
0: after that of course you know he wants to admit her to admit she was wrong it's like no you were wrong I was right like oh gosh of course so he feels very vindicated like oh my goodness, these two, these two, it seems like they're just going to 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 be at odds. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, I thought
1: this episode was one of those of seeing these these two personalities get along, and also with uh, Jian, Jion Jung and his mom getting along when. Janet's not there and Mr. Kim because again we we don't know the story behind their relationship and why they don't see eye to eye and they don't speak to each other at all so it's nice for him to get out and be there with his mom as much as possible and yeah I was just like I'm I'm still curious to know what is the reason why they don't
0: talk right right it's super crazy it is super crazy but these two Are hilarious in their own right. It's like, you know, Jung with mom and Janet with dad. And it's just too funny. Very funny. So, is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up? We could wrap it up. As always, guys, be good to yourself and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. So guys, I hope that you enjoyed this as much as we did. What are you thinking of this show? Oh my goodness. Nine episodes in, right? So who's your favorite character? Who's your not so favorite character? Let us know. You can always leave us a message on Anchor, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or Facebook. As always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.